0: Welcome to Furniture Industry News, the premier podcast for executives navigating the ever-evolving world of furniture. In a landscape where staying ahead is crucial, our podcast is your authoritative source for the latest trends, market shifts, and innovative technologies shaping the future of the furniture industry. Tune in to stay informed, inspired, and in step with the leaders who are shaping the future of the furniture world. In today's episode, we'll cover the likelihood of consumer spending in 2024 the challenges and optimism in the wood furniture industry, the evolving value proposition for retailers, the state of retail vacancies and rising rents, the need for retailers to advertise and boost spending, and the recent bankruptcy judge ruling on Bed Bath and Beyond executives. According to 5WPR's 2024 Consumer Culture Report, it seems that 2024 will be a better year for those looking to sell products as more people are willing to splurge. However, this news may not be so exciting for those in the home furnishings industry, as consumers are not looking to spend their extra money on their homes, except for one exception. The report, now in its fifth year, reveals that when it comes to splurging, consumers in 2022 and 2023 ranked home goods and furniture third on their list of top five categories. However, Looking ahead to 2024, furniture and home-related items have fallen off the chart. Instead, the majority of consumers, 52%, said they would splurge on electronics and technology or health and wellness. Travel came in third place, 45%, followed by dining out, 44%, and beauty and personal care, 43%. Interestingly, the study found that among all age groups— the 65 and older demographic still prioritized home goods and furniture as their third splurge-worthy category, placing it behind health and wellness and electronics and technology. When it comes to deciding which brand to purchase from, word of mouth was found to be the most compelling content for consumers, 46%, followed closely by customer reviews, 44%. Brand coverage in the media, whether it's print, online, TV, or elsewhere, motivated only 26% of consumers to make a purchase. TikTok and user-generated content ranked the lowest at just 16%. It's worth noting that consumers defined word-of-mouth as hearing about a product from someone they know in real life, such as a family member or friend. However, they were less likely to consider celebrity influencers on social media as providers of compelling word-of-mouth information. The survey by 5WPR was conducted using census-wide an independent research consultancy and sampled 2005 nationally representative US consumers between November 28th 30 Case goods suppliers in the furniture industry have experienced a challenging year in 2023 with mixed results in terms of business improvement while some companies have seen improvements halfway through the year others have continued to report declines This trend has carried over into the beginning of 2024, with some companies experiencing little to no growth, while others have seen a slight uptick of around 10% compared to last year. Executives in the industry have varied outlooks for the future. The weak housing market remains a top concern, as well as the upcoming presidential election, which tends to make consumers hold off on big purchases due to uncertainty. However, there are also positive factors to consider, such as a new generation entering the market with buying power, the expectation of bigger tax returns, and the possibility of falling interest rates. Overall, the sentiment among case goods suppliers could be described as continued short-term pain, but with a growing sense of optimism for the end of the year and beyond. While concerns about the second half of 2024 persist due to the election, Executives anticipate a period of growth and recovery in the first half of the year. Improving mortgage rates and a favorable housing market are expected to provide a lift. Once the election is behind us, optimism abounds for 2025 and beyond. Despite these challenges, retailers and suppliers remain hopeful. They believe that consumers will have more money to spend in 2024 thanks to declining interest rates and an improving housing market. The key challenge is convincing consumers to invest their extra income in furniture. The housing market remains a pivotal factor, as its continued weakness affects case goods suppliers more than upholstery suppliers. However, most are optimistic that interest rates will decrease and expect growth in the industry in the long term. In the midst of an election year and political uncertainty, consumer confidence may be impacted. However, companies are finding success with smaller accent pieces and less committal purchases. They've observed a shift in consumer preferences towards budget-conscious accent pieces, reflecting a desire for affordable yet stylish home furnishings. E-commerce sellers in particular have seen success with poofs, ottomans, and accent tables. In order to thrive, suppliers are focused on adding value to their products. This includes emphasizing trending designs, value, material quality, and construction integrity to meet the desires of today's consumers. Bringing more features and benefits to their offerings will be key in attracting and satisfying customers. Overall, while the short-term may present challenges, the industry remains cautiously optimistic about the future. With a focus on innovation, adaptation to new technologies, and a continued dedication to delivering value to customers, case goods suppliers are positioning themselves for long-term success in the ever-changing furniture market. The value proposition for retailers, especially in the furniture industry, has traditionally revolved around factors such as price, product quality, assortment, and customer service. However, the landscape has evolved significantly, and these assumptions no longer align with the reality of today's marketplace. In the past, brick-and-mortar stores primarily competed against other similar stores within the same community. Within this context, Differentiation was achieved through factors like price, assortment, and service, as well as negotiating exclusivity on key product lines. However, the current environment is characterized by competition from e-commerce giants, direct-to-consumer brands, niche furnishing sites, and mass merchants. The sheer number and diversity of options available to consumers have grown immensely, making this market more complex. Another assumption underlying traditional value proposition definitions is is that the aim is to capture the discretionary dollars of consumers looking to make a purchase. However, the furniture industry has been facing a shortage of consumers actively seeking to buy furniture for the past couple of years. Therefore, it becomes crucial to reframe the question and consider the value proposition of furniture in the lifestyle of today's consumer. For instance, rather than focusing solely on selling a mattress— Retailers should consider the value proposition of a good night's sleep or a healthier and longer life. This shift in perspective opens up a different conversation with consumers who prioritize allocating their discretionary spending on experiences like movies, concerts, sporting events, or vacations. To stay relevant, the furniture and mattress industry needs to have a value proposition discussion that highlights how thoughtfully designed furnishings can enhance someone's daily life. Some top retailers are already adopting a lifestyle approach to connect with consumer aspirations, and this trend should be expanded upon. By articulating the value proposition of home furnishings in the context of enhancing consumers' lives, the industry can attract consumers back to physical stores more effectively than simply offering discounts or extended payment plans. It's important to acknowledge that a strong traditional value proposition still holds value for those already in the market. However, catering to the preferences and lifestyle choices of a new generation of consumers requires a broader and more aligned approach. In conclusion, crafting a compelling value proposition that goes beyond mere product features and addresses the lifestyle aspirations of today's consumers is crucial for retailers in the furniture industry. A recent quarterly report by real estate services and investment management group Colliers International reveals that retail vacancies are currently at their lowest level in two decades, while asking rents continue to rise. The report compares 390 retail markets across the United States and indicates that the national retail vacancy rate stands at 4.0%. Several key markets, including Raleigh, North Carolina, Boston, and Atlanta, have vacancy rates below this threshold. On the other hand, cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Detroit have slightly higher vacancy rates. During the fourth quarter, there were 55.2 million square feet of retail space under construction, with 9.2 million square feet of new retail space delivered. Additionally, the retail real estate market experienced 17.6 million square feet of net absorption during this period. For furniture retailers looking to expand, the low retail vacancy rates mean increased competition for limited space. Growth options include buying land and developing their own buildings, although this comes with the challenges of high construction costs and a lengthy process. Alternatively, retailers can wait for big box opportunities to become available in the market, but they should expect higher rental costs. While furniture retail has faced challenges in the past year, other retail categories are performing well, leading to increased investment in physical stores. Retailers such as Target, Home Depot, and Burlington Coat Factory are reinvesting in brick and mortar locations. Landlords are also making efforts to attract better clients by renovating B centers and raising rents. There's optimism in the retail market as investors are now viewing retail as a profitable asset, seeing opportunities for leasing and development. This shift in investor focus, after years of prioritizing office and industrial properties, indicates a positive trend for retail expansion and supply growth. Mattress manufacturers are emphasizing the importance of advertising to retailers as a way to engage consumers and increase spending in the category. It would be ideal if everyone had a substantial advertising budget to consistently promote their brand and attract customers. Data has proven that when brands and retailers consistently communicate their messages through various channels, such as the airwaves, social media, and digital platforms, consumers respond and make purchases. There is currently a demand for more consumers in the mattress category, which is facing a recession. The International Sleep Products Association predicts that sales will remain flat in terms of units, but there will be a 1.5% increase. Despite the flat sales, the industry has remained resilient over the past two years, The annual Super Bowl is a significant event that showcases commercials that capture the attention of millions of viewers. This year's Super Bowl drew in more than 120 million viewers, surpassing last year's record viewership. The media has observed a new audience of football enthusiasts, thanks to celebrities like Taylor Swift bringing in their fan base to watch the game. While the Super Bowl featured a range of commercials, I did not notice any specifically related to mattresses or sleep product retailers. However, major players in the industry, such as companies like Temper Sealy, Mattress Firm, and Serta Simmons Betting, continue to invest in marketing and advertising. Online brands like Casper, Purple, and Avocado also capture attention with their compelling advertisements. Scott Thompson from Temper Sealy has highlighted the significance of advertising in recent earnings calls, urging others in the industry to invest in marketing efforts taking inspiration from successful campaigns like Got Milk in the dairy industry, a potential Got Sleep campaign could raise awareness about the importance of sleep. After a late-night Super Bowl, an extra hour of sleep would likely be appreciated by many. In the ongoing bankruptcy case of the former Bed, Bath Beyond— the bankruptcy judge has recently ruled that senior executives and board members may have their legal defense costs covered under a liability policy provided by Zurich American Insurance. These legal defense costs will be covered from September 2021 to September 2022. The individuals insured under this policy include Harriet Edelman, who was appointed as independent chair of BBB's board of directors in June 2020, Sugov a retail consultant who joined the BBB board in 2019 and became CEO in October 2020, and Andrea Weiss, a longtime retail executive who joined the board in May 2019. Also insured are Joshua Schechter, a business executive who joined the BBB board in May 2019 and serves as chair of the audit committee, and the estate of Gustavo Arnold, who was the CFO of Bed Bath & Beyond and tragically passed away in September 2022. Zurich has agreed to advance the defense costs, subject to its reservation of rights, and the approval of the bankruptcy court. It's important to note that the advancement of these costs is under the Dando policy. This policy is specifically designed to provide coverage for directors and officers of a company to protect them from legal liability. Bed Bath & Beyond filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection in April 2023 and subsequently had its intellectual property acquired by Overstock Incorporated. The relaunched new Bed Bath & Beyond, now an online-only business, was launched on August 1st, 2023, and the company has changed its corporate identity to Beyond Incorporated. As the future unfolds for Beyond Incorporated, their upcoming Q4 and fiscal year financials will be released in two weeks. The company's growth prospects seem extensive as they explore multiple opportunities for expansion. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Stay tuned to Furniture Industry News from FurniturePodcast.com to stay informed on the latest updates in the furniture industry and make sure to subscribe for future episodes.